You're a swimmer, a cyclist, a runner. You're a triathlete. You're a conqueror of the multi-sport mentality. You seek greatness in your everyday life. But as an age grouper, your forte is the physical fitness that you strive for. Endurance is your middle name. You're listening to the Age Grouper for Life podcast, the ultimate source for living the triathlon lifestyle. Colin and Elliot will discuss the most optimal training techniques to get you where you want to be mentally and physically so you're ready to bring it. You can do it. Ready to bring it? Welcoming your host, Peak Triathlon and USAT certified coaches, Colin Cook and Elliot Kawaoka. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. How you doing? This is Colin Cook with... Hey, guys, it's Elliot. And this is Age Grouper for Life, episode number 30. So uh, we're going to do yet another race report. Uh, hopefully this isn't getting old for everybody, but uh, I think there's just been some good takeaways from the reports and a lot of value in talking about racing and so forth. So yeah, you got a lot of value. You got a lot of value off of mine with your uh, improved true. swim. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that for sure. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll bring in uh, probably a guest in the next one and and talk about some other topics. But uh, it's back to uh, my turn to talk about my race here, Elliot. <laughs> So this is Ironman number how many this year? Two or three? That was the second one of this okay. year. Yep. And you got so one big one left. One one other one left to go. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I did Ironman Mount Tremblant uh, this past Sunday, and uh, it's funny. I, I've actually I've had. At least one or one person asked me like if I'm like sponsored by Iron, by Montremblant because of how highly I speak about that venue <laughs> um, and just how much I, I love that race. Um, and uh, if you're friends with me on Facebook or uh, can check out my Facebook and actually I haven't gotten much I got some pictures up from from on Instagram there, but uh, it's just such a family friendly event. We did so much stuff. Uh, probably my favorite part even though I had a great race was doing what they call falconing um, where you get to basically kind of have a guide bring out a hawk and like you get to put on the glove and the hawk will fly to you and land on your arm and uh, it was so cool and I had all my kids uh, or exception my my one-year-old daughter were able to actually have the glove on and catch catch the hawk and uh, it was really really cool but they have so much stuff for the kids to do you know rock climbing go-karting um you know bouncy things laser tag uh it's uh it's just and it's just beautiful up there uh we went we rented a pontoon boat after the race it's just it's it's awesome so elliot we got to get you over there sometime yeah. so it's you've done enough with enough with canada on the west coast <laughs> let's go east coast here see i must be sponsored by whistler because i think i've raced there five <laughs> times <laughs> you know if there is one venue more beautiful it may be whistler uh, but they're both just spectacular. Well, now you're gonna have to come over and do Penticton because I don't. Yeah. You've never done that one, right? I haven't. No, yeah. no. This is true. 2021. That would involve an Ironman. Yep. <laughs> no, you don't have to do next year. You got you got t- 2021. So you got a year okay. to talk your wife into it. 
Well, we had some interesting conversations on the way home, so mm. uh, we'll uh, we'll see here. Sounds but, promising. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> no, I still think taking every other year off is probably a good thing. And she'll be like, oh, I forget what Iron Man's even like. That is definitely a theory. And uh, and you just have right. to spoil her at your races. Like, take her on a bunch of... Just let her go shopping during your race and let her play with those birds. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely something to that. She actually didn't do any shopping, and uh, I took a little grief for that, but... Um, you know, we we were busy, and you know it was uh, it was pretty crazy having all four at the race. But we got there actually on Wednesday. We we left. We drove from my house in New Hampshire to uh, to up uh, almost to the border, Burlington, Vermont, uh, on Tuesday night, and then we drove the rest of the way Wednesday. So um, definitely crazy in the hotel room uh, Tuesday night, <laughs> and then uh, we we settled in relatively well at the the condo we were staying at. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely a lot, and uh, even my wife was a bit concerned, honestly, about being able to, to manage the kids during the race and uh, doing all that. So uh, it, it's it's a challenge uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I talked worth it for the brief time we talked after the race. She sounded kind of she sounded pretty exhausted after after it. She definitely was, and yeah, I've got a picture of of Calvin actually. Uh, uh, in the restaurant, he just he Gabe and I went back down to the village after the race and uh, got dinner, and he fell asleep in his chair. Um, and uh, everybody was pretty tired. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves here, but I finished the race, and within about ten minutes, I was on daddy duty. Um, so it was, uh, but it was good. I felt really good. So. All right. Well, should we get started talking about your day? Let's talk about it. All right. So first off, your swim. So I thought I had a big advantage on you, but then I saw your swim split. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This guy's been sandbagging it all along. I knew he could swim. (laughs) I wish that were the case. But actually, before that, we definitely need to mention uh, pre-race here. So I... uh, (laughs) I made one mistake myself and oh, had an right. unfortunate event as well. <laughs> um, so thank goodness that the I was staying only, granted it was up, uh, basically up the mountain about a six-tenths of, of a mile from the from the transition area, but I left my race bottles um, in the fridge um, and didn't recognize that until I started setting up my bikes, uh, my bike. So uh, one lesson there is definitely get there early. So I did have enough time to go up and, and get those, but... Um, that didn't didn't help and then uh got everything set up and got over to the you got to walk over to the to the swim start and um went to zip up my tri suit and my zipper literally just completely came off of my suit so um that was definitely a oh shit moment here um and uh so you know i didn't didn't freak out immediately you know i tried to mess with the zipper see if i could get it back on and realized relatively quickly that that wasn't happening so um i went over to like the the medical people and you know showed them just seeing if they had like any tape i was hoping they'd have like some super tape or something like that that i could just run some tape up the front of the chest and you know on the bottom and the back they didn't have anything like that um but i did end up getting um some pins that i could uh could throw in and again i have a picture of this online but uh basically i put three pins one down at the bottom, one in the middle, and one at the top of the suit. And you look like to... the Hulk. 
yeah. Mark Andre, that was, I don't know if you saw that comment there uh, from Sipo. He mentioned, oh, yeah, it's just the Incredible Hulk bust, busting out here. <laughs> uh, so, um, and I also knew that it's actually illegal to, to race with an open, uh, no, you know, your chest open. Um, so that freaked me out a little bit and wanted to make sure that I had that, that taken care of. So, um, I did, know, I did see have, some pictures on the run though, where could have gotten in trouble, Colin. Yeah. Well, talked to a few <laughs> people after that. And, uh, I do think since it happened, you know, technically right before the race, but on course there that, uh, they would have been okay with it, yeah. um, but I, I did my best there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that did equate, and I guess uh, doesn't pay favors for uh, um, recommending, and I'm such a big fan of getting in the water and doing a warm-up before the race, uh, but because I was messing around with that, and I guess I probably got my heart rate up dealing with that, but uh, I did not get a warm-up swim in before uh, before the race started. Um, so was hitting the water. Uh, I, was, I was probably like, I got in... Um, pretty early, I was. They, they did uh, a row of, I think it was four or five people, and then they had actually this time, this um, kind of red light that that came, a green light, excuse me, that came on, and every few seconds it was flashing or whatnot. So I think I was in like the fifth or sixth row. So definitely was up me. towards the front of the pack. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, and, and I really yeah. think that even though I'm not a huge fan of the time trial start, I really think it benefits just lining up with people that you know are fast so you yeah. know like okay all i got to do is try to hang on feet and if someone passes me i know like the guy behind me is going to be probably just as fast so i think no doubt it's that really definitely good. is beneficial I, yeah exactly so <laughs> i definitely uh owe you all the credit elliot for sure that uh <laughs> i really said all right i am gonna follow some feet this race and and really force that that topic and uh um, so I ended up, I, I actually, though, I, I didn't have the luxury, I guess I couldn't man up enough to stick with the original feet that I was on. Um, I ended up uh, not being able to hold on to those, and uh, I think I ended up probably getting on three or four different sets of feet. And there was actually a couple times when I was solo, um, but I really, really tried to, to that was really my, my whole focus was just getting on feet and trying to hang on to them. Um, and... Uh, you know, I felt I felt good. I, I definitely feel like I was pushing, and you know, did push, and and my fastest split was that first 500, if the Garmin data is correct. Um, and and then I kind of settled in, and I could definitely notice a difference between when I was on feet and the few times that I wasn't. And um, you know, there was times when I would try and sneak up past the person I was holding the feet up, and it just wasn't happening. Um, so. You know, there's no doubt that there's big benefit to that, and I was definitely minimizing the number of sites that I was doing, and just I think lots of benefits to to doing that and, and drafting. So, yeah. so um, in the past, have you have you focused on that? I mean, I I really feel like when people ask me like your speeds in the pool, actually my speeds in the pool are fast, but yeah. my open water times never really equated to what I thought I was capable of in the open water. So. I don't know. So, I, mean, I really feel I, I'm like. I'm not gonna lie. My my confidence was. Uh, I mean, I knew I'd be fine in this swim, but I was not feeling fast oh, I, going into. Oh, I remember swim. you even telling me that before the race. Yeah. You're like, my swim sucks right now. Yeah, I was not feeling good about my swim, and my swim times <clears> in the pool weren't really where I wanted them to be, and uh, so I was a bit nervous there for sure. Um, but uh, I, 
you know, I think that that forced it. I was getting tired, but I was like, you know, just just keep going, just hold that feet. I know you can do it, and just uh, taking it one stroke at a time, and and just keeping those bubbles in my face. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I think that's one thing people should really work on is just but learning how to draft. Too. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's definitely something you can practice in the pool. Yeah, and you know, if you have somebody that's ideally similar pace, maybe for you for. For our sake, for the selfish sake, if you have somebody that's a little bit faster than you, I think that's ideal. Um, but try to get with some people in the pool and just practice and take turns, you know, just like follow a normal workout, but say, all right, you know, Elliot, you lead the first one, I'm going to do the second one, and uh, just keep rotating around. And, um, you know, and it's, it means not even, you know, don't give them that five second start. Yeah, that's exactly what I circle, do. Circle swim, right, like you said get on those feet and just practice that and so i have your effort might be a little bit lower because of that um but then you know you can push a little bit more when you're leading and it's just great great practice and it is important to practice for sure yeah and i for the record i did steve fargo and i have been doing that some and i think that helped for sure right um so no doubt because it is protocol at masters like you give people five seconds but i mean it's not if you let your lane partner know or your friend know like you're faster than me, and I'm just going to leave, like, is it okay if I leave two seconds after you just to try to stay on your feet? Because, you, I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I swim with someone way faster than me and just try to stay on their feet. Yep. Right. No, it makes total sense, and that's uh, that's big. So thank you, amigo. I appreciate that. Uh, I will say, I'll admit, when I <laughs> stood up after the swim, I was a little discombobulated and was like, holy <laughs> crap, I... I uh, I'm a little winded or gassed here, um, which isn't normal for me. It was it was a little strange too. The water was actually a little bit more shallow than, especially when I had done the race in 2013, and they had changed it a little bit actually, um, the way the the swim exit worked. Um, but the the water was shallow, and it was kind of that tricky distance where it was like it really was too low to keep swimming. I think you technically probably could have done it, but it was still pretty high. Where when you're tired, you really didn't want to run and get those feet out. So. Me and a, a lot of people, I was actually still passing people, um, but it was probably 25, 50 yards that you were kind of walking or, you know, trying to run in the water and people were going pretty slow. Um, but uh, I definitely felt that. But by the time I got up the stairs and uh, onto the to the carpet, I felt pretty good. So throughout that swim, did you feel like you surged at all or was that like just a pretty strong effort all the way throughout? I was trying to keep it pretty strong throughout, um, you know, still really focused on making sure I was getting a good extension and reach and keeping that turnover up. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, that was really my, my biggest focus is, and, um, but yeah, I mean, it felt like I was pushing and there was a few times and I was like, uh, you know, I'm not sure I can hold this or just let them go. And, you know, I just forced myself through that and said, no, I'm staying on these feet. And, uh, again, I, I, there was a couple people that did get away from me, but I really tried to avoid letting that happen. Yeah. Well, I think your swim's good enough. You don't have to swim anymore till, uh for Kona. <laughs> well, we'll see, man. I mean, I, I am one. I'll admit I think the wetsuit still helps me a decent amount. Um, and, you know, uh, we'll see when I take the wetsuit off here if I can still maintain, uh, you know, uh, hopefully I'll still be right around that hour mark um, come October here. But uh, time will tell. Well, they did change. Be working on it. We're going off topic just a little bit, but quick question: They did change that swim course in Hawaii, right? Um, Since I last, uh, since I've done it, supposedly they made it a little bit shorter. Okay. Uh, But it's still the same rectangle 
okay. um, you know, standard that you've done. Um, not much has changed with it. I don't know. There's a couple people that claimed it's a little bit shorter, but it's still basically the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so well, uh, T. Was, uh, T. So out of the water. But I was twelfth uh, coming out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So in my age group, seventy uh, third gender, eighty eight overall, the which fifty eight. Uh, I'm I'm pretty good with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, got in transition. Um, it is a relatively long transition run from the water to the uh, to the changing tents, but it's like packed with a crowd. You know, really good crowd support, um, and uh, felt felt pretty good. Did take the time to put the compression socks on, which takes a few seconds, and uh, they don't let you keep your shoes on the bike, so I had to run with the shoes on, which is a little bit slower, I think, but uh, was happy with my 4:26 uh, T1 time. Yeah, and it's actually like faster than a lot of people in your age group that I'm looking at. So yeah, it seems think, like uh, a pretty long transition. It is. It is. It's definitely probably yeah, close to a quarter mile, anyways, before yeah. you even get to the changing tent. Um, and then uh, it's a decent little run through transition before you actually mount the bike. So, uh, but yeah, but then it was on to the bike and. Uh, um, felt felt pretty good. I mean, it's it's definitely it's a it's a hilly course for sure. Um, starts off with some climbing and, and this rolling throughout. Um, can get towards the the end of, of each loop. There's some really punchy climbs and so forth. And um, I think I went out uh, and the first lap was uh, was pretty strong. Um, actually, no, I'm looking at my power here and it was lower uh, than I thought it was the first. First lap, I thought, or first segment of five miles, um, it was, I guess I only averaged like 223. What was my normalized power? It was 237. So that was right in around, actually a little bit below my goal. I thought it was, I was higher than that. Um, I did pick it up pretty quickly on the, the second lap was, uh, or five minute segment, I got up my normalized power is like 274. Um, so I really started to, to push there. And ultimately, the, the goal for the day was to be right around. 250-ish, 255 is kind of what I was shooting for for a normal, uh, for a normalized power, um, and you know would would expect the the average power to be a little bit lower than that um, because of uh, the hills and, and taking advantage of those. Uh, but uh, I did have a, a few people that I was kind of riding with. Um, actually, the guy um, Alan, um, what's his last name? Alan uh, Horton who's uh, an EMJ guy. Um, he and I went back and forth for a while on the most of the first lap. Um, and, uh, was kind of chatting with him a little bit as going by and so forth. And, um, seemed like a, a nice guy and, uh, we were keeping each other honest and, um, and pushing it a little bit there. Um, and I knew I'd asked him, he was hoping for around a five hour bike split. He, uh, he did better at edu- educating edge, excuse me, educating, can't even talk here executing on that uh than i did um but i guess he actually he only ended up being yeah he's about two minutes faster than me on the bike um but uh but yeah and there was a couple uh couple gentlemen that went by riding very close together um and i did see a few packs around but uh overall i thought that uh it was pretty well spaced out and uh, you know the, the hills did a good job of, of breaking people up um so the first first loop felt really good and um 
you know, I didn't get to like in in Santa Rosa by like I, no exaggeration by mile forty. I was like, oh boy, I want to be done with this bike, and uh, definitely didn't get that feeling. And uh, I really held it to, together pretty well for the whole ride. Um, the only challenge I had was uh, I ended up stopping at mile seventy five to uh, take a quick number two break, um, and uh, that also meant that I had to pull those pins off that were on my tri suit to be able to get the top <laughs> off there and um i think that it probably cost me no more than two minutes you know probably more like a minute minute and a half um and and was worth the uh worth doing that but it did mean that my tri suit was completely open um after that so i don't think aerodynamically that did me any favors um uh, but i guess i did get a little air to the chest there um when i did that um but, you know, average heart rate for the whole ride was right where I want to be. It was 149, wanted to be right around 150. Um, my normalized power was 257 with an average power of 241. Um, my VI actually was higher than I, than I thought it was. Um, it was ended up being 1.07. Um, so um, I'm surprised. I don't know, maybe the stop there, I didn't turn my watch off for the, for the body break. Um, that probably didn't help. Uh, having you know a decent amount of time with zeros um and there is a couple there's like there's one descent um when you're heading back into town that you do a couple times that like you're literally not spinning for 45 to 60 seconds um so i was taking full advantage of those opportunities and you know once i was in a good position doing you know 30 to 35 miles an hour i was always just trying to hold that position and, and rest as much as i could yeah, and I feel like VI, having good VI on, like, a hilly course is a lot harder for that reason alone. I mean, oh, you take sure. advantage of the descents, and, I mean, you are working a little harder, I guess, up hills, but, I mean, you, I actually find hillier courses, I mean, I, I like it just because you get to kind of move around a little more, sit up a little bit when you're climbing, and not always in aero position, like, like an Ironman Arizona course, so, but... I feel like your VI is a lot easier to have, I mean, closer to one if on a Arizona course where you're just, it's a constant effort throughout the entire thing. Yeah, no, exactly right. I mean, there's, there's going to have to be some variability there, you know, so it's, it's pretty much unavoidable. Um, but yeah, you know, trying to minimize that, I'm still a huge proponent of, and, right. uh, I'm actually, it's interesting. I'm looking at my peak, uh, power outputs. And so it looks like, I did put out 437 watts for 30 seconds at one point, 374 for a minute, 332 for two minutes, 310 for five minutes. Think you're Uh, trying to hang on with the lion? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, I mean there there is you know anybody who's done the course knows about the uh, the casino hills I like to call them. It's you know once you head back to town and you go actually right by the transition again and you have this about 10k a little bit more than that of an out and back that's that's got some really short and punchy climbs on it so you really even to get up i mean there's there's people walking on them it's definitely noticed a lot of people walking on the, the second loop that were on their first loop still um so it's it's a tricky spot um but uh but yeah, I you know I felt really good throughout the bike, minus you know having to take that stop for a number two. Um, and you know while I really was hoping to be, I mean best bike split. I did check a look, take a look at that. It had me at like a 450 bike split, um, putting out pretty much what the power is I put out. So uh, 
definitely way off there, which is a bit frustrating. Um, and really wanted to be at least under five hours. So to be at, you know, 505, uh, what did it have officially there? Five, 505.45 was yeah. a bit frustrating, but, um, you know, I just, I didn't let it, let it get to me. You know, I knew that, uh, I wasn't going to gain much by, by overdoing it there and um, wanted to make sure I felt good for the run. So um, definitely felt like I achieved that. So off the bike, you were in eighth place. So yep. 10 minutes back. Was it 10 minutes? Okay. Yeah, or 9.51 um, back. Yeah, okay. Um, I think uh, one of the, the guys in my tri-club... Um, I uh, I bumped in him and I was like, "What place am I in?" And uh, I didn't realize it, but he had his uh, his bike with him, so like, I didn't I didn't expect to see him again. But he jumped on his bike and then he caught me like a mile later and started giving me a little more detail of where I was at. And he told me that I was in eighth, and uh, I thought he said I was like 20 minutes down. Um, but uh, like honestly, that didn't phase me in the slightest. Um, you know, I still I, I've I've been feeling really good on the run, and even like my pre-runs and things like i could not run seven minute miles like it was all 630 640s and things like that and just like super low heart rate and um was feeling good so um and when i came out the bike and started the run my my legs felt fantastic so i knew i was gonna gonna kind of go for it um with the run so yeah so um, i remember tracking you too like it, you hit like your 5k the 5k timing mat and just on the tracker app you can see everyone's pace and i'm like oh gosh he's gonna get he's gonna i told becca oh, he's gonna win his age group <laughs> <laughs> well yeah he's either gonna win his age group or he's gonna completely blow up right <laughs> i know you though you know how to manage your efforts and i'm like he's feeling oh, good that's, that's the thing right and and you got to be careful on this course because you do You got this pretty strong hill actually it's relatively short but it's steep when you first get out of transition and then you climb a couple more pretty solid rollers uh before you get out on the rail trail there so um you know i was really keeping an eye on my heart rate and um it was low you know so while i was running fast uh it was i definitely felt really comfortable doing it and and didn't feel like i was overdoing it so that's really the key i think you have to be honest with yourself and you know i was fortunate that that was you know fast paces for me but uh you got to be able to respect and and back off you know that that first five to six miles you know are just so important and especially on, on this race the way it's a two-loop course where ultimately you're doing just over um you know, I, I like to split the it's an out and back so you break it up into four different segments um so you got that first out which is you know a little bit over six miles and you head back and you know then you do it again um so you know my splits here were were pretty solid. Um, let me get the run data up here. Um, so I started out. Yeah, uh, first lap was a 6:26, but then a 6:47, 6:26, 6:36, 6:36, 6:35, 6:35, 6:33, 6:32. So what's that? That's probably about the first half there. Um, so I did come in to uh, to the um, to finish the the first loop and uh at right around um 125 um so you know it was on that that 250 pace um so that was pretty fast and and pretty exciting for sure 
But your heart rate was pretty low during that first loop. Still that that whole time there. I mean, even, so my average heart rate for the race was 162, or for the run was 162, which like, you know, um, is, it's kind of getting to like a tempo effort for me. Um, But yeah, um, let me see if I can. Well, and Becca, so Becca and I were looking at pictures and you've lost quite a bit of weight too. I mean, you look like really skinny now. So I'm thinking, I mean, I'm. Do you think that's a part of why you're running a so, little... ironically, unless my scale is wrong, I actually haven't lost really much weight. Um, maybe a few pounds, but I'm still up at, like, over... Right around 190, if not, like, 192, 193. Mm. Um, so I don't... But I agree, I do look uh, leaner. And I don't know if it's the more strength training I've been doing and muscle weighing more than fat, and I've kind of toned out, but uh, I've... I've, I'm a little disappointed. Like I really, one of my goals for this year was to be like at the Kona start line, pre-fueled at like 185. You know, which means you really need to be at like 180, 182, 183. And uh, I just really haven't. Even though ice cream has been almost completely cut out. What? Been, been, I know it's crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, you are taking the sport really seriously now, Colin. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I mean, it's it's more than just the sport. It's just for healthy lifestyle, yeah. and, um, you know, truly, and trying to not in, embrace that to my children. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. Um, so while I do feel lean and, and so forth, my weight is is a bit higher than I'd like it to be. Mm. Well, you're but, still running uh, really fast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I did see my family, uh, coming in, uh, um, finishing up the second lap or excuse me, the first lap. And, uh, as I just saw a couple of people, Facebook, uh, message me that, uh, they were pissed off that I, uh, can still run that fast. And, uh, I was stopping for kisses. Uh, I know I saw a picture <laughs> the, of you like just stopping for, for Calvin, like in the middle of your race, just knowing you're, I mean, looking at the split, so halfway you were leading already with like a minute 30, or second place was a minute 30 back. So you yeah, made up which, so much which ground. Another thing, which was, that was extremely surprising to me. So what was going through my head, actually, is I did, I was passing some people, but almost everybody I felt like I was passing, they were like 30 to 34 or a different age group than me. I, I like, I think I saw, I, I know I passed one guy in my age group right when I got out of transition. Um, but, um, some of these other guys, uh, maybe it was two people right out of transition, but it's these other guys, I don't remember even passing them. One, one other guy towards the end of the first lap, I remember passing, but there's four or five guys that I have no, um, I don't know where I passed them. <laughs> it was, it was interesting. Um, so I don't know if they dropped out or, um, where, what happened to them. Um, but, uh, so I, I did get out on the second lap and, uh, uh, this gentleman I met over the, the weekend um, that works for a wetsuit company, um, he was out there on his bike. So I said, hey, Daniel, how you doing? And uh, and he rode with me for a few minutes, and I said, hey, do you mind checking you know, what place I'm in? And I was expecting him to say, like, fifth or sixth. And um, he's like, yeah, you're in first, and you got, like, a four-minute lead. <laughs> and I was just, like, in total awe. Like, I really was not expecting that in the slightest. So um, I think that was that was good good for me, um, you know. And so every I've been pretty transparent about it. The goal really was to go under nine hours in this race, and um, having a five almost a five oh six bike split made that very very challenging to do. 
Um, but I was still, you know, in theory there, if I had maintained that 125 pace and, you know, hit 250, that would have put me like a minute or two shy of it. So, you know, at that point I was kind of like, eh, you know, is it really worth it to, to keep, you know, to push and get crazy here when I've got a four to five minute lead? And, and he said, you know, you're still, you're gaining on people are, you know, enlarging the gap there. So I did end up taking it. I, by no means easy on the second lap, but um, I, I really slowed down and tried to be smart about it. Yeah, um, I mean, there is no one even close to you. Yeah, well, the other factor that was going through my mind, too, towards the end is, uh, uh, and actually, at the, I think it was at the start of the second lap, uh, one of the race officials did say to me, you need to zip up, you need to zip up, and I said, you know, my my my, uh, my zipper's broken, you know, whatever. And oh yeah, sorry. One other thing we didn't talk about in T two is that I did ask one of the volunteers to take a piece of tape and just wrap <laughs> it around my chest um, to try and you know hold my tri suit together. It didn't really work very well, but uh, I did. That was another thing I tried to at least put it together. Um, so I was thinking that, geez, what you know, if I get a penalty here, um, you know, what's that going to do to me? And uh, trying to win by more than five minutes was was also a little bit of motivation for me um just in case for something to happen when i cross the line or whatnot um but the other thing i want to talk about too with my nutrition um you know it was definitely really good on on the bike you know i had uh i think 10 bottles on the bike um you know so roughly a bottle every half hour and um and then was drinking actually a good amount of water at each aid station and you know grabbing an extra water bottle pouring it over my head pouring it all over me and then ditching that before leaving the aid station um even doing that on the bike but one thing i did that was a little bit different um on the run and i was drinking all scratch but um so i like to switch over to just water on the run since i can't i don't want to carry the scratch with me um so I was, uh, instead of getting just like one or two cups of water at each stage station, like I think it was probably five or six miles in, somebody handled, handed me a full water bottle. What? And like, so I took that, like drank some, poured some down my back and, you know, took, used like at least three fourths of it and then ditched it. So I was like, geez, that's pretty great. So when I was going through eight stations, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to get one every time, but I was yelling out full bottle, full bottle of water. And, um, there was probably at least five or six aid stations where I got a full bottle of water and I was drinking a good amount of it. Nice. Uh, was definitely getting hot. Um, and I think I did a pretty good job of, you know, trying to cool myself the best I could and, you know, using a lot of fluids. That's so, actually, something to, something huh, to about. yeah, you're getting yeah. like pro treatment right there. <laughs> no, but I agree. I mean, I, when I crossed that finish line, like, I'm typically very dehydrated. Like I, you, I do my best to drink, but I mean they're like cups of water, so it's like half of it spills out half the time. I mean yeah. you don't definitely are not drinking like a full bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. So, um, and maybe that's actually something I didn't mention to you yet, Elliot. That that's why I'm feeling so good after the race is that I put more in uh, fluid-wise during the the run, and uh, that really helped. Um, so that's definitely something I'm going to be trying to pull off in Kona here for sure. Calling out bottles of water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so, you know, the, the second half or even, you know, the, the last fourth, uh, again, as I break it up into three fourths, um, or into fourths, it was, uh, it was kind of just keeping it 
relatively conservative, um, you know, but still keeping that turnover up, focusing on, you know, taking advantage of the downhills because um, it is a little bit, it's a negative for um, a sense uh, for the second half of, of each loop and, um, you know, just cruising in. And um, <laughs> I wish my finisher video was a little better, but I did, uh, I was squeezing my chest, uh, my, my um, tri-suit together as I crossed the line <laughs> to try and not bring any, uh, any notice to, uh, <laughs> to my kit and what was going on. But uh, ended up with uh, nine, uh, 9.06.01. Um, so we'll call it 9.06. Uh, which is, and that uh, is truly amazing on that course, too. I mean, how many feet of climbing were, was on the bike? Um, I think it's around 5,000. Let's see what uh, Final Search has here. Um, yeah, 5,210. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is there. by far, like, your best performance. I would, I, I feel like this is by far your best performance ever. I, I think so. Yeah, okay. I do. Um, I mean, and, if you want guess, your yeah, sub so nine, I, you pick. I mean, that? if you want your sub nine, there's a lot easier courses to do out there, <laughs> where you can For easily sure. go I mean, if I under nine hours. To, you know, Ironman Maryland or whatnot. Uh, I do think that that would be uh, very uh, extremely achievable. Uh, but uh, but yeah, to run, you know, so I did end up with a what two fifty five. Um, Two fifty five twenty six was my official run time. Um, for the record, I do think the run's about a quarter mile short. Um, so, but uh, I was ecstatic with that. So a PBR, a PBR, PR swim and a PR run, um, and uh, it just a, a great day. And so obviously, winning the age group, fifth amateur, um, and feeling so good after the race was just amazing. <sighs> You're copying me now. No. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, mean, I, I, I said, oh, you're running way faster than the whole... I mean, you did run faster than the entire... Your entire age group, but, I mean, second and third ran a 302. So, I mean, these ty- these these people know how to run, and you just yeah. were on a different level this race. I mean, yeah. 255, that's amazing. It is cool, you know, and, and uh, it was definitely a confidence booster, like... You know, I was so happy to run under three in Louisville, but like in the back of my mind, I was kind of like, oh, was that, you know, the shortened swim? Is that why I was able to do it? You know, and it was just uh, to do on a full legit course like this to still, you know, run even faster than that was just pretty awesome. I mean, and I really feel like we've both proven that it's not all about the bike. I mean, it is, you do have to bike strong, but it all comes down to the run. I mean, look at these top five in your age group 255 302 302 310 318 i mean it all comes if you want to be a contender you have to run you have to know how to run yep it really is you know i'll say it again right swim and bike for show run for dough i mean it's just knowing how to manage the bike and properly pace it without getting too caught up i mean I i really feel like that's been the key to my success and i've kind of learned that from you it's just like follow your plan you know if you're riding too hard i mean we have a bunch of metrics to look at you have power you have heart rate you have i mean you have everything to look at i mean bottom line is you have to be feeling good off the bike so you can run a strong marathon exactly exactly right yeah and there should be you know 
especially people that have experience and you know in your training you know what it feels like when you overdone it on the bike and so forth and um you know so when you get those kind of triggers that and you know just respecting the numbers should hopefully be enough if you're tapered properly and feeling good to to prevent that from happening and being able to tone it back i mean you know again there was definitely a few times uh that i was with some some guys that uh i would have liked to have stayed with and i did end up kind of making some gains on them on the second half of the bike i think um but uh i just decided to let them go and uh and not to get too crazy because i mean again but you know that i think that's my highest normalized power that i've put out um in an iron man as well so you know, it's not like I was I was dogging it there at all. You know, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it is yeah. – the majority of the race is the bike. I mean, it's – that's the majority of your time in the race. So yeah. it – I'm not saying, oh, just train for your run and, like, you have to yeah. have – oh, I mean, you can be completely out of the race and run a 245 and you'd still be out of it. So, I mean, totally. you can't sandbag the bike, but you have to stay within your limits and know you have to – follow exactly what you've done in training you can't just be like i feel good today i'm just gonna risk it and see how i feel 100 percent. yep and you know it's also finding ways to to make sure that your nutrition's dialed in and that you're staying on top of that because um you know if you're depleting yourself too much you know it's, there's just no no way to go but for your body to to decline if it doesn't have the energy it needs yeah you know so so yeah, so here we are. Uh, it's uh, it's Kona talk time here. Oh, yeah, huh? last point, and you ran in new shoes again, right? Ah, that's right. Yeah. So <laughs> we're giving away uh, our secrets. <laughs> Telling you, what was that? If people listen to this podcast, this is oh, oh giving away. Yeah, 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 yeah. giving yeah. away our oh, secrets. I thought you were saying we're giving away a pair of shoes. Oh. So like, no, 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 not giving away a pair of those. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it, it's the the I do feel like the the, the Nike Vaporflies in general are incredible, and the next the so the four um, percent next they're called now um, are just awesome, absolutely awesome, and uh, I uh, I do like those better than the the older models, and uh, I highly recommend those. So. Um, you may want to check those out for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many people are wearing those in Hawaii. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's going to be at least half the field. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I even in, when I was doing uh, Whistler, I, you look at the top end of the field, and it's like most people were wearing those shoes. I, I mean, mean, if it's an advantage, you're kind of foolish not to. Yeah. You know? Um, so um, I feel... Uh, feel for those people that maybe you know sponsorships are preventing them from doing that but uh um you know i can't imagine even like lionel and and um and cody uh the cody beals won and lionel sanders got second uh you know they're they're or i know lionel's wearing sketchers i forget what cody's wearing it's not nikes though uh, i can only imagine what they could do if they were wearing them uh, i think actually lionel's somebody that could really benefit from those uh, but uh I mean, I but felt yeah. I felt like they were in my head, and then I tried running in my old shoes, like my like New Balance, which I mean, I really like the New Balance shoes too, but they just don't have that pop in them. Like I just, yep. they don't have that spring, and I really feel like it's that new carbon fiber plate technology that I feel like a lot of the shoe companies are going to try to replicate. I mean, you already see oh, it in Hoka and Asics yep. just came out with some, so 
I feel like that's a new technology as long as it doesn't get banned or anything. Exactly. I mean, that's the only thing that uh, you could consider there for sure. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just, uh, again, I can't speak highly enough. Even the pros, you know, and um, Cody was talking about his, his winning speech of just how great of a venue Tremblant is and that uh, it's just, it's so fun up there. And if you are got a family or, you know, looking for to entertain people that uh, loved ones to be up there with you, I can't can't uh, vote this race highly enough here uh, to be considered. Okay, well, maybe I'll join you one of these years. So how many times have you done this? Is this your third time? No, it's actually only my second time oh. doing the full. I've, I've been up there for 70.3 Worlds, and then you know, you I do, do run train a train camps. camp up there yeah. every year. So I'm up there every year, um, and uh, it's just it's awesome. All right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make the trek over there. That would be good. Well, there's That'd no more Whistler, so I'm going to have to pick another race where I can qualify at. you got no choice here, <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> Are they keeping the date the same of um, Ironman Canada, or is it going to be I different? I think so. Yeah, same date. So it's yeah, at the end of July. Date. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, so your, how has your coder prep started here? Um, getting back into training again, but yeah, I don't know. have motivation now just because I know, like, I'm going there again, which it, it's been, what, five years? So. Has it been five years? Yeah. Huh? Time goes by really fast. Yeah, it's been, this will be three years, right? I was six, there in 16 is the last time I was there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great party for sure. And Peak does have seven athletes going, which is pretty incredible and awesome. Yeah, uh, we're going mean, to talk to people soon here. I'm more excited for, well, I'm excited to race, but I'm more excited for, like, Becca to, to experience, w- yeah, it. experience it. I mean, I think it would be awesome just to, like, go and spectate it, to be honest. And, like, I was hoping totally. that she would she would go there and I could just kind of watch the, <laughs> the pro race. I mean, the pro Check race is, like, a, would be yeah. amazing to watch there. It's yeah, just, I think someday you're going to have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Well, she's, then I'll be jealous, and then I'll be like, well, I should probably try to qualify too then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm it sure would be pretty cool if we out. both did it, though, in the same year. I think that would oh, be, definitely. like, be something incredible. really cool. Yeah, but. absolutely. <clears throat> cool. Well, uh, I think that's about it for this one here. Like I said, we'll get into some more things with uh, probably have a guest on for the next one here. Uh, but congrats to, to everybody that raced. You know, Northeast Multisport had a lot of people that raced and uh, just great group of people and family and things that were up there. And uh, um, congrats, congrats to all. And, um, and congrats to a, you for uh, winning your age group. I mean, how do you could you have gotten your pro card at this race? If you wanted it, I know this is I know um, this is age groupers for life. But. I think it's still still the same thing. So no, I was the fifth amateur. Um, oh, I you think have, you need you to be top to be three. three. Okay. Um, so no, I don't think I would have qualified for it. But uh, I'm all good. I'm <laughs> <That's laughs> all <for> sure. good. <laughs> uh, but uh, I did have the fifth best run, including the pros. Nice. So I know uh, you were like, so you ran a 255 and Lano ran. 252 so that is pretty incredible you're in yeah you're with some good company no doubt it's <laughs> it's nice to have that for sure yeah well good so, job man and I'll, i will see you in october absolutely very excited about it thank you very much thanks everybody for listening here so we'll check off here
uh, check out for this one, and uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Thanks, guys.